Welcome to Simply Why, a podcast about money and purpose, where we pull back the curtain on running a financial advisory business focused on providing intentional advice to couples and families. I'm Dennis Morton. And I'm Katie Brown. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Simply Why podcast. I'm Dennis Morton here with Katie Brown. Katie, good morning. Hi, Dennis. Good morning. How are you today? Doing well. It's uh, the morning sessions are always best. It's a lot quieter around here. <laughs> quieter by way of the the street traffic. I know we've talked about it before. Being on the third floor, you think we'd be a little a little removed, but come Friday afternoon, especially if it's a nice day, we're either going to have booming music or some sort of siren. So, yeah. and, and that's just coming out of my office. So. <laughs> we're coming up on mid October here. Uh, the quarter just ended. At the end of every quarter. We get to work on communication and we start thinking about our quarterly market updates. So these are live video sessions, which is kind of unique. We, we jump on a, um, a live session, our advisory team, and we do about a 30 minute presentation with a live audience, take questions uh, in real time and just talk about what happened in the market. Katie, talk about how we started doing this and, and why we started putting these out there as events. We started in the beginning of the pandemic. We wanted to make sure that we were communicating with our clients, that we were giving them an opportunity to ask maybe some bigger questions, either in advance of the quarterly update or during the quarterly update. And we wanted to help build as much context as we possibly could. And, you know, and it was a great way to connect. Obviously, we couldn't be face to face at that point. So it was an opportunity for for us to connect as well and to provide a platform for our clients to get to know our team, our advisory team, which has been, I think, super, super helpful. But that's where we started. And we kept it going because clients have said that they find it helpful and valuable. And, and sometimes it's just some good reminders. There are certain things that we always want to make sure that we, we touch on. Yeah, yeah. I remember thinking at the time, so this was probably what March of 2020 that we started doing these. Mm-hmm. I think at the time we were having such meaningful conversations with people. But we, we talked about the importance of language a lot. The language we hear clients use, we thought, we can't just sit on this. We need to turn around and communicate that back out. Because if there's one person thinking this or fearing that, there are dozens of others that they're thinking the same things. And it's probably worthwhile giving them a, a place to share that and to know they're not alone. And also to, like you said, some context that my advisor's thinking about this mm-hmm. and we never want things to be frenetic in the way that we communicate. So it's not, not putting out a daily market note because we really don't believe in the importance of daily market moves, but quarterly just to step back and say, let's assess where we are. And then that's really what, it, what it's turned into. What are some of the things that you think we constantly come back to in these? Because there, there are some timeless principles that kind of a thread running right through. Mm-hmm. I think we try to strike the balance in each of our quarterly updates between what is happening now and let's zoom out and put that into a bigger context. So some of the things that we consistently come back to is diversification. Mm -hmm. We have a a really great chart that we share often and it's put out by Callan. Callan puts together a a number of different charts, but there's one that we really love and it looks like a, a patchwork quilt. And they'll look back over the last 20 years and they assign a different cube color to every single major asset class out there. So you could have large cap stocks, small cap stocks, international emerging markets, 
you know, treasury, right? Fixed income, international fixed income, all, all the things, real estate. And it lines up the asset classes from top to bottom, top performers of each year down to the bottom performers of each year. And it'll show you year over year basis. The thing that I love about it is there is no pattern. And it goes back to our, our strong belief that we cannot predict what's going to happen. But we know we need pieces of all those different asset classes. Like if we want to help manage the volatility of a portfolio, that's where the diversification really, really comes in. And so I'm going to say that's one of the things that, that we tend to go back to the importance of diversification. Yeah, the other thing I love about that is it, visually it shows that something is always at the bottom. Right. If you would say, oh, let's just buy the things that are, that are good, the, the, the bottom is always something different. And, and it's usually cash. Yep. Yeah, and we're talking about cash for the first time in 15 years now. So <laughs> it, it's worth noting that this is a recent development to see, to see cash outperformance in some respects. So. Yeah. I mean, while there's no pattern, there are a couple of trends. We know some of the things are going to be at the top and the bottom. And, and it is fascinating how, how cash is a bottom performer the majority of the time, Yeah, which means there are other opportunities for your money. Yeah. Although cash is important. Never it's important. It's important. How important it is. Everything has its place. Yep. So we did a video a couple weeks ago that, that we talked about, like, if you were stranded on a desert island with all of your clients, what, what three charts would you take with you? And that was one of them. The, the, the other one that we, we pull up and we've used in different forms before is plotting something like the S&P 500 over 40, 50, 70 years, and then overlaying it with all the bad news, all the reasons why you would not have invested ever, from recessions to geopolitics to war to crisis to COVID or anything else and showing just the generally up and to the right, well, the definitely up and to the right direction of things over time and all the reasons why you would have said, I'm just going to sit on cash because I'm scared of this. And it just helps to say, we got through this. We got through that thing, we got through that. And, and it really ties it back. And at a time like this, especially the, the timestamp for this particular quarterly market update is going to be the markets have pulled back in the last few months and people might not be feeling great. So it's worth showing them that there is light out there. It, it, it does heal. I think something that we often, and as consumers at large and even advisors, sometimes we underestimate how much is already baked into the market returns. Mm -hmm. Markets are always a step ahead. And while there could be horrible news that's popping up, that's already kind of baked into the returns. There's, there's often that, that big disconnect between the world around us and the performance of the markets. And it's, it's important to keep that in mind. Dennis, before we get too far removed from this, I just need to clarify for everybody that I think you are the only one that thinks about being on a desert island with financial charts. That's not really something I think about too often. <laughs> really? <laughs> Son of a gun. All right. Just, if, if there's other stuff that only I do, just we'll talk after, on, offline after this. So. Okay. I think about this often. Um, the, but I do love some particular charts, so yeah. <laughs> I them up in whatever context they show up in your life. <laughs> That's a, it reminds me of the old Far Side cartoon. You remember, you remember the Far Side? There was one, all these just singular image, and there's a guy on a, on a desert island, and there's a genie. He's got a, a lamp, and there's a genie there with his arms crossed and his eyes rolling, and the guy's standing there saying, "Well, I've got rhythm, I've got music. I don't know what else I want." <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even wish himself off the island. So, <laughs> I've got my charts. 
<laughs> there you go. Happy camper. Happy camper. Uh, but the third one, just, I know we'll touch on this one quickly, is the one that shows the returns of the S&P 500 year by year and the inter-year lows. Like to say, okay, the market generally finishes positive most of the time, but during the course of the year, on average, it has some form of double-digit pullback. Yes. And that, that's also kind of reassuring to say, all right, again, even in the course of a year, even in an up year, that can happen. So those are the three charts. But we, we intersperse in the quarterly updates, we intersperse other things that might be more timely. Like we'll, we'll, talk, we'll put inflation into context. We'll talk about interest rates and, and look at things. And we rely on, you know, we have an outsourced chief investment strategy team from uh, East Bay Investment Solutions. So, you know, Eric Stein will, will come in and help us to prep some of the research that goes into it. We love having that voice outside coming in to help us think through and put the put the history of the markets in context. We also use tools like YCharts. YCharts is a research platform that's been really innovative, useful for us in client presentations, but also to create charts that, that frame things the way we think about them, mm-hmm. which is really the idea. We're, we're doing these updates because we think that our clients should not expect us to predict the markets, but they should understand how we think about the markets. Mm-hmm. And any way that we can pull forward, this is how we put things in context. I think it's helpful f- to guide the conversation every time a client calls in. I agree. And so much of this communication too, the the quarterly updates, even this podcast that we're doing right here is we do want to share how we think about things. And we recognize for some people that's going to resonate and they are interested in it and, and they want to work with us and hear more about they might have alignment some natural kind of alignment with with the thought process we also recognize that the more we share about what we do and how we think that some people may say okay that's good for you i want to focus over here and so ultimately or one of the things that that we really seek out is that alignment and being able to help support families and how they think about things going forward. And and we want to make sure that we're sharing as much as possible so that they can either, they can opt in or opt out. Yeah, it's part of our community building. You know, we just had our our annual appreciation event where we had a lot of our uh, clients and friends gather together. And this is part of that too. It's it's kind of our thought community. Mm -hmm. People like sharing and the live questions help. Yes. What is it that's going through your mind? Tell, tell us what it is that, that's concerning you or that you're looking at or seeing. And sometimes the answer is we don't know. And we have to kind of come back and do some research. But it helps us to understand what is our community concerned about? And how can we turn around and, and effectively guide the conversation? Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that we've had to become comfortable with is we've done this for, you know, this is our third three plus years, every quarter for three years, is being comfortable with repeating the same things. Right. Because sometimes I've, I've heard this from many clients over the years is there will be some form of crisis or the market will have a downturn and we'll have a conversation where they say, I know what you're going to say, but can I just hear it again? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that re- reiterating that and sometimes we, we take for granted that you know, maybe we need to come up with something clever to say this time. Sometimes saying the same thing, that same reassuring thing or perspective, that's why we like those three charts is because they're very timeless. That's what clients need to hear, not just a new clever idea. There's a um, personal finance columnist in the Wall Street Journal, Jason Zweig, really good writer. But I've heard him comment that he really only writes the same article, the same five articles. It's just there's a different context for it every time, and it's worth repeating. 
Mm-hmm. And so as advisors, we've tried to hone in on those things that are worth repeating and they've become part of our investment philosophy, part of our communication strategy. And I think it's what brings people back is because they just they need to hear that again. Right. Yes. Reiterating, I think, is so important for uh, for many, many people. You said because these are challenging topics. Finances are challenging topics. Investments are challenging topics. And and even kind of going back to, to my comment of, of alignment and, and sharing how we think about things, to also be clear, that does not mean that we're always all going to think the same thing. And, and so we do like to open up the conversation to, like you said, make it live and have people call in and make suggestions and, and challenge us on how we think about things too. We absolutely welcome that as well. So just to have an open forum, open conversation where we can learn, I think, from the families that we serve just as much as we help to uh, build contacts and share some of our knowledge with them. Yeah, I think that, that reciprocity is, is very important. And there's that kind of know your client standard that we as advisors have to kind of understand who it is that we're working with so we can make appropriate recommendations. I think this is a, a way to know your advisor, get in, inside their head, how they think about it and communicate. So not every firm does this. It's kind of a, a unique thing that we've been doing for a few years, uh, but it's been a very helpful part of our practice. We're having our next event on October 20th. It's going to be uh, live, 8.30 in the morning Eastern time. We're going to put a link. If you if you want to join us, there's going to be a link to subscribe here in the show notes. Um, also put in a couple of uh, links, maybe to our charts and, and some other things that you might be interested in seeing. But I think it's a good way for us to stay on top, keeps us on our toes. It always does, right? We love, it's, it's a little bit of a high wire act. We, we didn't get into that part. It's, it's, there's a little bit of a springing to life and, and you know hustle to get it done at the end, but I think that gives it a little bit of vigor. So it's usually a fun conversation. It is fun. Yeah, hope you can join us. Much like this one. So, <laughs> all right. Until next time. Thanks a lot. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Simply Why, a podcast about money and purpose. We hope you enjoyed getting to know us, how we approach leading a financial advisory practice and the work we do every day to help families and couples make important financial decisions. Morton Brown Family Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This podcast is designed for educational and informational purposes and not intended as investment advice. More information can be found at www.mortonbrownfw.com.